Check, check, check. One, two, one to the two, one to the two, 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 two. Hey, right. Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. And now we kick it. Chick, 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 chick. Trick me. Chick, chick, he tricked me. Ow, fuck, I pinched my finger. It's bleeding. There's actual blood. Oh, wow, you are bleeding. Like awesome. A, you're like a bitch. You bleed all the time. Are you a bleeder? I am. We got a bleeder. We got a bleeder. Chapter 19, Audio Fun Bag, the podcast, all brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics since 1955. You can book them online 247-N-E-I-U-S-A.com or 770-451. Damn it. 50, 57. That still hurts. Yeah, you didn't look like you did something there. Well, no, I got the I got the garlic from the garlic knots I was eating. I got it in my cut now. You were feeding on those. I saw you. It was almost like a trough was set up. Still and you, am. Were, you were just, oh. I'm like, hey, we got to go do the podcast. And you're like, <gasps> you turned into to my pig. That's what you, you were hopping from pen a, to pen. nobody knows what the hell you're talking about with my pig. I know, but it's and funny. And B, you know I'm not what I'm even plugged about. in. What am I doing right now? And B. B, A, and then two. Quit being a I'm sorry. Snooty. I'm little. sorry. You're, you're right. You know what? Look at me. Look at me. Yeah. Some I, of us eat I, bad, I, and we don't eat plants, and we blah, 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 blah. I apologize to judge, you. Dude. Look at me. I apologize to I you. I get it. I'm sorry. I don't have to look at you. I'm sorry. I don't have to look at I can't look at you. Not look your at fault. your hair. It's not your fault. Look at your hair. It's not your fault. I can't look at you. I'm I, not getting on the couch this week, by I, the I, way. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't tell you what I wanted to say while we were in the bathroom. No ex-wife like, you, stuff? You no were, daddy stuff? No. You and I were in the bathroom a little while ago, because we both had to finally use the restroom. It's the third time this week we've had our dongs out in the same room. And... uh I, I didn't get a chance to tell you this, but you look really terrible in that light. <laughs> Have you noticed we're all like much more mean to one another around here right now? Like, what did you tell Zeno earlier today? You went, you, the man was standing in the middle of the room and you went like this. Man, you are fat, Zeno. <laughs> you did that to that man in front of everybody. And what does Zeno take the most pride in outside of his kids? His country. And then, his physique. I can lay out on you for 40 minutes if you want. Fill this entire show with draft talk. I'm not even going to do that. <laughs> I've talked so much draft recently. You have tired but, head yet? Because no, this I, is the first one that I am really kind of into. And I only say that because I'm not a draft guy. NFL is on. It's Sunday. But you know my deal. Like, Saturday, Lisa gives me the entire day. Do whatever the hell you want Lay on the couch till the Pac-12 is over just spank at it. 2 o'clock. You can spank it. You can do whatever. Sunday is her day. Sunday used to be the Lord's Day. Now it's Lisa's day. Oh, let there and be Lisa. She can do whatever <laughs> she wants. She sits around and watch NFL because it's, it's, I like it, but it's not like my end-all be-all. Maybe it's because of this lockdown and everything else. We've had nothing real sportsy to talk about, but I have found myself really at least dipping my toe into the waters. Not, not quite like you, like... You need to get in a rhythm. Like, You're you know, an you addict. Know, you know what the rhythm is? No. So the rhythm is... it like is a kegel exercise? Kind of. I mean, if you want to strengthen your vagina, like I strengthen my vagina constantly. Because I'm squeezing right now. I'm squeezing so hard. You ever this, done I, that before, I, by the way? I still have the strength to bust a beer can in my, in my V. Um, no, so w- what you do is this. Here's the rhythm. You get done with a radio show as quickly as possible. You get to a bar seat by 1 o'clock. You get the first round of kickoffs, and then you have to decide at halftime. 
is it time to go or do I stay for the next round and do halftime of the next game? And that makes Sunday. You talking about NFL? Yeah. Really fun that way. No, no, because they move no, no, no. because they move fast. No, the games no, move no, no, fast. No, no. And there's a mul- here's what the NFL delivers. I spend noon to two AM on Saturday just watching or talking football with you guys and drinking. I can't pull this off on a Sunday too. I have to choose one or the other. My favorite son is Saturday. I hate Sunday. I get it. And I will tell you that what the NFL delivers versus what college delivers. And I'm not saying one is better than the other, but here's the deal. Sounds like it. You are going to consistently get finishes at right around 4 o'clock and then right around 7 o'clock. And that's the only thing about college where I love the lead-up to it. I love the ass-kicking. I love the I'm going to get to talk so much mess to you in the boardroom on Monday and golf course on Wednesday. But how often do we get great finishes in college football on a consistent basis? That That's the one thing that I, I do the trade-off on. The parity in one thing is there's no parity as much in college football. No, but there's there's... The rest of it's great. There's right. All right, you have four teams in your division. Yes, being one being Cowboys and then the other three. The, yeah, the Eagles, Giants, Redskins. I hate everybody in the SEC. I hate everybody in the SEC. So you play six games every time someone else is playing. Though I'm hating them the entire time. I get that. That that's part of it to me. So when I'm watching Bama take on Tennessee, I hate both of them. I hope a meteor strikes Neyland Stadium and blows them both off the face of the earth. The greatest problem that we have with the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, got to spit, is that everybody else in the division there was like this mutual respect of listen, the Giants have got it done four times, the Cowboys have gotten it done five times, the Redskins have gotten it done three times, and then there's those Ugly ass, dirty eagle fans, and they're all hairy and short and alcoholic and bet and wear way too much jewelry and they smell funny. They ain't got one of them done. Well, now that they did, suddenly they've got like a little they they got a chip in a chair. They're in the game now, and that's a little bit frustrating because the rest of us is NFL royalty. You are the slovenly eagles, and and so that that is the one bummer I have about it because I was the only group of fans out of all those that I couldn't stand. I feel like you just described Georgia fans. Like the way Florida and Tennessee and Auburn and Alabama and LSU fans feel about them. True. <laughs> they don't have their title. True. <laughs> They're disgusting but, human beings uh, that don't have their title. But one of the big differences in college football versus pro. College football, you go prolonged stretches. Like when your program falls apart, it's hard to get it back together. In the NFL, you go down for a year, you get the right guys, and you're right back up, and you're right back competing. And everybody has a shot every year. Tennessee ain't got no shot. And they don't have a shot for years and years and years. And Florida, you got your program nuked, and you're, you've gotten better, but you ain't in the same class. Uh, that, that's the, the issue. You start going through it, and you, you're like, this is the, the nature of what's different. It's very hard to have an LSU year where everything comes together and you nuke everybody for a year. That, that's 2010 Auburn. It's just it's the rivalries I love. It's the traditions I love. It's the bands. It's everything. about. It's Do girls dress up for NFL? No, not really? no, no, not at all. It's it's much more of the in, in Dallas. It's the cocaine and and boob job crowd. What? Yeah, it's a party thing. It's oh. a it's an adult party thing. No, no, no. I, I like the college team much better. I want to see like girl next door, but like she's not wearing panties. That kind of thing, right? Because every single college football game, once you have like you go through these phases. So you're in college. You wear your boots. You, here's my cute outfit because we're gonna go hit the, all the bars after we're done. Then you have your all right. I don't go here anymore, but I did, and I love it, and I still dress uh, a little bit more up from that. 
Then you fall into the the mom category, thirty to fifty-five, where now it's like this is my time to be hot, <laughs> cute, but still kind of wear like some Georgia stuff. And that 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 the milf crowd really takes it very seriously. I've seen your wife wear this outfit. And I only say it because my wife has worn this outfit. You wear your tight jeans, yep. and you wear some kind of heel, but it's not exactly like a big old heel. No, nope. but you wear some kind of heel or a boot. But you wear a T-shirt instead. It's like not, you're not you're not trying that hard, no. but you're kind of trying. No, it's that's the look. And it's got you know it's a bedazzled T-shirt with a bulldog, a bedazzled bulldog on it. Well, my wife would have that, but that's the look though. You're and, you're describing it perfectly. And then the next step up is like the gilf, who just like gives up and is wearing a sweater and sweats. Right, but you don't see that as much as you see the the one I'm describing is much more. You see, for every like student you see on campus, there's 20 of the MILF version running around wearing what they're wearing. There is the GILF version that just blings the hell out of it out. Like, oh, she's, yeah. She's got her Georgia Bulldog earrings. Yeah, of course. Which they have to show off. And they're all wearing like four rings that have Bulldogs on them and red and black. And I'm just like, enough of it. I get it. You're not hot anymore. Were you a little bit afraid of the proposal <laughs> that I put out there as to... What could happen if college football doesn't get their stuff in order and gives guys clearly when they're starting and the amount of people that could jump jump to the supplemental NFL draft? No, I don't care if Trevor Lawrence leaves. I don't care if Justin Fields leaves early. See, Newman, Jamie Newman. No, don't talk about him. Would have an opportunity, but keep, it's but it's not as like Trevor Lawrence. Keep his name out your mouth. Would be gone in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Because anybody would give up their first-round pick. Well, it's the same idea as when Stafford came into the league. Like, you know he came in and what his plan was going from day one that he entered the field when he came into campus. It was, I'm going pro in three years. I'm going pro. And we all knew that with Justin, and we all knew that with Trevor. I Jamie's goal is to go pro, but his goal also at this point is to in- improve his draft stock yeah. at this point. Yeah, I, I want to make myself competitive for a first-round pick. That's a different scenario, whereas Trevor Lawrence... Uh, we were doing some of this on the on the show today. Two, two years ago, we did the story of, hey, Trevor could sit out two years and still go number still one. still go number one. Under the NFL's interpretation of their own rules back in 2003 when they were fighting the court case with, uh, with Maurice Claret, he's fulfilled his obligation because he got on campus while an NFL season was going in January of 17. And so from that standpoint, 17, 18, 19, even though he hasn't played a third season yet, legally, he could make the claim and be eligible. Is he still with us? Trevor Lawrence or Maurice Claret? Maurice Claret. Because I was going to ask where you went right there, like mentally. Yeah, yeah. no, he's, he's with it. In fact, he does a lot of motivational speaking and telling people about how to how to fix your life after you mess it up real bad. Wasn't he the one driving around with guns, guns? in his car? Yeah, he had all of it. <laughs> Homeboy ran like 4.65 and still got drafted like the fourth round. I'm like, this ain't going to last long. Who am I thinking of? Is it Lawrence Phillips from Nebraska? Lawrence Phillips like ate his, his uh, prison mate and then killed himself. Is that who... Wait, he ate his prison mate? I don't know if he did that. He killed his... his <laughs> like Hannibal, Dr. Lecter? He killed his roommate, and then he killed himself. You ate him. He, you ate him. <laughs> that's, that's a one, perfect crime, That's a boys. perfect crime, boys. You ate him. That is such an underrated... We're talking Sarah, Saving Silverman saving right Silverman. now. That is such an... Un, it's Jack Black early on. Yes. Jason Biggs still coming out of American Pie. And what is the guy's name? The blonde dude. Well, it's Chet in the movie, right? But he's such a forgettable actor. No, because he he shows up in every movie playing that character. He was in that thing you do, I believe. As yes, well. he's the he's the wacky uh, drummer dude. <laughs> not drummer dude. He's the wacky dude who runs around and uh, gets married on, on a whim. Like that's that's who he is as a character, and he's playing that same character. But yeah, the 
the whole explaining to Coach Arlie Ermy about how they <laughs> got rid of got rid of the girl, got rid of the body. Yeah, ate her. Uh, we, we ate her. Ate, ate her. her. <laughs> That's a perfect crime, boys. You drop deuces on the lawn. I play croquet out there. It's such. A, it was a terrible movie the first time I ever saw it, and now I've seen it like four or five times. I'm like, this movie was genius. How did I not get it the first time it came around? How we got here off Maurice Claret, Lawrence Phillips, he ate his, and the supplemental his, draft. His prison mate. By the way, we watched Big the other day. Still works. Does it? Yeah, because it's it's because it's still kind of a kids movie. Because it's every kid's dream that yeah, he wants to grow up to early. Be big and then okay. realize it's not. So that worked. Um, Do the toys still work? Like does the piano scene still work? Yeah, yeah. Actually, just because it's it's kind of cool. Like my my kids thought, wait, he's playing a giant piano. Like that that part was. If it was like a regular piano, they'd be like, whatever. Where's the Roblox? Where's Fortnite? What's up, Dad? Why don't you make me a sandwich? Does the bunk bed scene still work? Do kids do bunk beds anymore, by the way? We do. Um, not in our house, though. Like, whenever we travel um, to the beach house, that, that's when the girls, like, spent, you know, jump in the bunk beds. They got a bunk bed set up there. Nice brag. I know. I got it in there. It's not... We haven't gotten uh, our renters back, but that'll be, that'll be uh, hopefully a, next month. You have brothers. Did you have a bunk bed growing up? No, because we're... I'm brothers from a different mother. So you couldn't share a room or bunk beds? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know you hated them like that. No, not at all. <laughs> it's, it, all, all I'm saying is that, like, I am uh, 12 years older than my youngest brother, and I'm six years older than my middle than uh, my younger brother. So, like, Ryan, we didn't. He was a baby when I was like playing as like a 12, 13 year old, and then Andrew. We were just separated enough where I'm in high school and he's in middle school. Buddy, I feel like you missed out on a whole lot of things, like bunk bed adventures. Probably. Making forts. Like, you want to come uh, over and we can do that? If you want to. Although I, I had, like, because I did have a bunk bed when I was growing up. Yeah, but you didn't have, like, a friend to play with. I would, it was Paul Morris, my across-the-street neighbor. I'd be like, Paul, come over here. Let's build a fort. And so we'd build forts and stuff. But it's not the same as, like, when you have a brother. I mean... Unless it's your brother who goes around naked a lot. How did you build forts? Was it sheets? Was it blankets? Was it cushions? Pillows? It's always Cushion. had the cushions. The cushions were the key. If you had the right cushions, you could do all sorts of cool stuff. What started screwing everything up was when people got these. What are the? You know the L-shaped couch, yeah. the connected couch. That started screwing everything up because the pillows did not come off anymore. They were stuck on the couch, mm-hmm. and you could no longer remove them. But yeah, when you could get like a sofa with a good six pillows. Oh, you can make a great floor. We would stack them at the bottom of the staircase, actually. Oh, yeah. All the pillows and put it about uh, two or three steps high, that many pillows, and jump all the way from the top all steps. All the way down. All the way down. Oh, we'd crash there. We did so much stuff when my parents weren't home. Like, because yeah. my parents didn't get home till 5.30 or 6. Mm-hmm. The moment you heard the garage door opener go off, we were not allowed to have friends at the house when the parents weren't home. So as soon as you heard the garage door opener go off, you had about 35 seconds before they would make Pablo, a... Pablo, Jose, it's time to go. <laughs> before they would, step in, they would step in the house. And I always remembered like all the shit we would do just when my parents were out. I learned how to dive for footballs and baseballs on my bed. Me too. We would throw, we would throw the football across the bedroom, and you'd jump on the bed, and you'd catch and everything else. Come to find out... We had been jamming my bedroom frame or my bed <laughs> Against frame the wall? into the wall. It actually knocked the bricks on the outside of the house out of the house. Oh, wow. It had gotten so bad. But that's where I learned to sheetrock and all that. Speaking of Jose and all that stuff, um, I had to clean that up. One more thing to, to admit to you. I never got good at sliding headfirst. What do you mean? Just sliding headfirst into, into bags, plates. I was never good at it. 
Like, I always went. Like, I would go back in head first on... Well, yeah, you can't go... Who goes back in feet first anywhere? Actually, we taught that in college because we had a bunch of guys... What? Yeah, not like feet first. I'm trying to think. You're taking your lead off of first, and you're going to go back in feet first. That's the craziest... Okay, stand up real quick. I'm on. All right, so this is what we would do. We would only get a small lead, and the idea was... Because we had a team of like a bunch of guys that, that hit the ball out of the ballpark. So, yeah, don't get picked off. Don't worry about getting thrown out. The idea was that we would just try and force the first baseman to miss the ball. So stand up real quick. I'll show you. This is going to work for the audience at home. All right, here we go. Am I first? Right there. Stand right there. So, okay. You did one, so two step back two into step me. Two step back in, and my right elbow is in your chest. Okay. And so you have to reach around me in order to get the baseball, so to speak. Well, I was holding you on as a right-hander, so it didn't work like that. Right. I had my left hand But off. E- even either way, I'm driving into your chest. So I was always taught... So, that I, so I can get the ball away from you. Your lead-off first is one step, two step, side step, half side step, mm-hmm. and do what you want there. But that lead-off is one perfect, one step, and yeah. dive back with your right. Yeah. That's yeah, how I was always taught. That's that's the only time I ever would dive into bags. I never dive into them at second or third or home. See, I love the idea of a head first slide just into second, more or less, especially if you were stealing, because I could move my hand around the back end of the bag. That was the only reason I ever, ever, ever did it. I always thought that I could direct my slide, and if I had my right foot uh, out as obviously my front foot, I could jam that thing into the dirt wherever I needed to to pop up and around or, or maneuver around anybody. Whereas if you commit to the head first slide, you're you're in the head first slide. I just remember one of the coolest moments ever because you don't really. I guess some people will pull out the sliding the sliding bag or the sliding. Oh, what was oh, we used it? to have a we used to use um it was like a cardboard. A, it was like a piece of well, we had a piece of tarp. It was like six feet long, had a bag on it, and you would learn to pop up slide. We didn't do that. Nobody taught us how to pop up slide. You just. Had enough speed and you just did it, and all of a sudden, once you popped up, you were like, "Oh shit!" It's like riding a bike. I can do this forever, and I can still to this day. I can sit here under the wall and pop up slide. Oh, I could too. It's one of the coolest things I've ever been able to do. Because you get that moment where the momentum starts to slow down, and you realize, "Here's where I compose a little bit." <laughs> yeah. As I get into this. All right, coming up, well, I'll tell you about in the third segment. Man, we, we, I took us everywhere. I know. We I got, was a terrible number two there. We got a request to bring back the fun bag we did as the welcome back. Fun bag. A couple the, weeks ago? When the global pandemic started and management said, well, I mean, we can give them a fun bag. Yeah, from yeah. like first week in March. That's what the audience got. So you got COVID. But you got a fun bag out of it. Yes. Yeah. So shout out. I don't know. Thanks, China. You gave us our fun bag back. Okay. We're going to get into a hypothetical there in the next segment. It's coming up next. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by... Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. So this was a read that uh, Finneran was knocking out. Things went a little off kilter, and Sandra decided to jump in. Yeah, you should listen to that every Wednesday, too, because at 138, they got the Southern Company Business with Sports segment. Get a mover and shaker in the uh, Atlanta business community. Talk a little bit about how everything impacts and business our community. Southern business. Mm-hmm. Southern Company Business of Segment. Mm. Southern Company Business. <laughs> it was going so good till the very end there, Stakey. Concussed. China is a weird name for a country, but to be fair, 
Aren't all country names weird except for like the United States and the United Kingdoms? Welcome back to the Audio Fun Bag, Chapter 19, all brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezers. Would you and, put it in bold on your paper? Why'd you say it like that? And Norman's Electronics. Think about it. NEIUSA.com. Like, NEIUSA.com. The United States, it explains what we are while also giving the name of the country. What is China other than just a random name or Japan? Like named, the, it's named after a plate. You know this? What? Yeah. No, I think it's the other way around. You can't prove me wrong. Like, think of it. Like, And realistically, after you took Ben Ingram's quiz, shouldn't you be trusting me before you trust yourself? The United Kingdoms. It says what it is. It's a bunch of kingdoms united. United Arab you Emirates. Need, you know what you need? You need a saddle that I can just jump on and I'll just direct you in the right place. I'll be like, here, feed here. United Arab Emirates. It's a bunch of Arabs united in an Emirates. Have we now? Because I feel like... Ever since this thing started, as we will get into our, our one piece of pandemic talk. What thing? What what thing are you talking about? This, this pandemic. The reason I have to wash my hands and I have like a skin disease on my hands because they're so cracked because I wash them like 90 times a day. The the thing that's been so weird about it is that... Looks like, like I fingered an old person. Oh, God, it is awful. <laughs> is that not terrible? Oh, it looks like... You, oh, you know what it looks like? I told you what it looks like. Like a rotten prune in between your fingers. <laughs> it does. Like, oh, my God. Because I wash my hands like so you much. Look like you, when you split your fingers like that, it looks like the worst vagina you could ever see on uh, Earth. Uh, oh, God, that is bad. That's you're nasty. welcome. Man, that's gross. So I was going to ask you, uh, you know that we have kind of followed right along with this thing where, you know, we broke the story and we, we tell everybody all the time. Unfortunately, we broke the story. Then we started breaking things. Then we started telling you weeks ago. It's like, listen, China ain't been telling you the truth. There's there's thousands of people dead and this is going to be all on their hands. And, oh, it didn't come out of a market. It came out of a lab. How many things do we keep telling people? And then it's like three, four weeks later, State Department, oh, the teams of the proof and our analysis says that this came from a lab. And we're like, yeah. No shit. <laughs> like, you should be li- you should be listening to the podcast. Maybe they are. Maybe you should. Yeah. Maybe that's what kicked up our rating so much. Five stars. Make sure you review us and be like, hey, they got everything about coronavirus and COVID nineteen correct. Governor Kemp, take a listen. Take a listen. We'll tell you how to deal with this thing. Yeah, but you because you keep going down weird rabbit holes. I just keep saying this is where we are. This is what's going to happen. Like I told you weeks ago about our breaking point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're there. It's happened. You now have people getting pissed off at hospital workers for making TikTok videos. And protesting outside. It's all here. It's all here. You want me to tell you what's next? I'm not going to. I'm going to do it in the next podcast. You just tease a podcast ahead? Did I? You kind of did, didn't I? You on my rabbit hole last night? Go ahead. Tell me your rabbit hole. We okay. got to keep this We got to keep this segment short, though, because the next one's like 18 minutes. All right. It was something like... Again, I don't believe this. I have to come out and say, I don't believe this. It's but become your form of pandemic entertainment. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, okay, we were talking in the bullpen today with Kincaid. Kincaid, he says he, he believes we landed on the moon. He just, he, he doesn't completely believe it. There's a fun part of maybe it didn't happen. Maybe we faked it in the studio. He goes on rants about it. He'll tell you, well, I mean, I'm not sure. And then he lays out all of the conspiracy theories. I don't want to sound like Pete Carroll and say 9-11 didn't happen or anything like that. No, Pete Carroll thinks it was like an inside job. Like he's a full-on crazy truther. But like Pete, you saw it on TV, baby. Come there on. There are just some weird avenues. So like one guy last night was saying that the World Health Organization, the Gates Foundation, and the Wuhan Labs emails got hacked by hackers last night. And the hackers are gonna come out 
and release the emails. And then I started reading what these hackers found in the emails and everything else. And this woman in China, who's the bat lady, she got off a bus and she planted... What is the ice that melts and makes smoke? Dry ice? Yeah. She put dry ice out with COVID in it so it would spread because Wuhan has the busiest like train station in all of China. And so it would spread. And the whole idea is that Bill Gates is working to actually kill all of us with the Chinese so the Chinese can take over. Again, I go back to, I don't believe any of this, but it's a very fun rabbit hole to go down to in the middle of the night. If I may. At 3 o'clock in the morning when you can't sleep and you're just screwing around. It's fun when you take, because this is what happens to like Kennedy assassination people. Yeah, I enjoy that stuff. What they do is they will take one morsel of a, of a portion of a story, then they will take 5% of the, the, the truth of what it is, and then establish their own truth of the next 95%. Like, for instance, I can say, listen, the World Health Organization for years has been in bed with China. It's part of China wanting to have influence within it because you then have global influence. And, See, and these truthers were saying Bill Gates too, he donates money. So the, the deal is Those are it, true statements. When I point that thing out, that then does not allow me to say here's the 5% of truth and then I build up the 95% of here's the reasons why and here's what they're doing and that that's where that's where the weird conspiracy theories happen. No, that gives you valid that gives you validity to your argument and you can say whatever you want after that, Lowe's. Okay, see if you agree with me this. You now have credibility in my opinion, so anything you say is correct. China wants to have a big part on the world stage over the next 30 years. Agreed. Now continue. And so this is why they went ahead and did this and this and this and this. And see that you start with a little bit where everyone goes, yes, correct. And, I then, agree. and then you start going from there and you make these hypotheticals and these fun stories. And that's that's what people are doing. But just know that for your the next round of everything that's coming, the only people who have told it to you correctly and have told you the truth are Hoyt and I. Again, you can take the red pill. Yes. Or you can take the green Listen, when polygamy is back, you need to choose carefully. What is polygamy? Because that shit ain't easy. That's multiple wives. Why would you want that? I'm just telling you what's coming. Answer the question. Not until chapter 21. Why would you want multiple wives? It makes no sense. Speaking of that, don't Amish people have multiple wives or that Mormons? Do you think the Amish have any idea what's going on right now? Or are they just kind of in their own little zone? Like they haven't heard anything? That's what I'm wondering. Like I, they're just hanging out with their horse and putting up a barn and they're like, why I, is everybody I, wearing masks? I used to work with a guy in Dallas named Joel Janesta, R.I.P. Joel. Um, Did he die? Yeah, he passed away a few years ago. Uh, way, way to go. Anyway, so Joel had taken this big camping trip that he'd been planning on and he was basically in the mountains doing the camping thing, came back into town and was like, where are the airplanes? What the hell happened? He had no idea about 9-11. He found out like six days later when really? he got back into He had no idea. And just wondered like, why, you know, I live near the airport. Why is there nothing going on here? Okay, so. How's that for like coming out and be like, wow. Okay, so we all know I grew up, you know, rich and everything else. And I still am because that's what I am. That's what you do. Yeah, I just marry wealthy or have wealthy family. But my grandparents used to take us to a dude ranch every year in Colorado. Like me and all the other grandkids. There were no TVs. There was no interaction. There was no phone. You couldn't call your parents. And the idea was to to get out there and, hey, explore the wilderness, go on a horseback ride and everything else, make friends for two weeks, make friends for a week, then come back to normal society. It was during the Olympics. And we heard about a bomb explosion in Atlanta, and we had no idea, like, what this actual bomb was or what happened or anything else. We're like, are our parents alive? Did the entire city of Atlanta ha- blow up? What the hell happened? So it was kind of like the same thing. And they're like, like, 
no, man, you don't get to find out for another six days. Nope. You can't call your parents for another six days. I'm like, well, this is pretty screwed Here, up. Take this lasso. <laughs> this is for, I I won, though. I won the uh, keyhole race. You sure did. All right, coming up next. And the barrel au- race. Audio fun bag, the return. Part two. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club. We did have a Taco Mac deal going on last week. It was all involving Lagunitas. Lagunitas. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Now you say this correctly. <laughs> this is across the oh, board. Geez. Now, wasn't he the coach at Miami for a while? That's Larry, Larry Nega. <laughs> oh. Okay. So here's the deal. Oh, it was though. a linebacker who just got cut. That was Laurenitis. Oh, it's Laurenitis. All right. So here's the deal. This goes across every single show. We'll start with Kincaid attempting to read this correctly. Taco Mac Pint Night. It's Thursday, so it's Pint Night. Lagunitus. <laughs> Lagunitus is the uh, Taco Mac. What an idiot. Lagunitas? What is this uh, spelling? Wait. Stupid. Lagunitus. <laughs> and then there was Sandra's attempt. So this month for February, it's a beer called Lagunitis, Ooh. which is one of the top five craft breweries in the U.S., and I have no idea if I'm saying that yeah. right, so I'm just going to own it oh, right don't there. Don't worry. They'll, somebody will hammer you. Probably Chuck and Chernoff, but somebody will <laughs> oh, I hope so. hammer you. And I've got a $25 gift card for you, and you get one of those cool glasses if you'd like one of those Lagunitis. I paid $25 for Brian Finneran to do that. Lagunitis. First of all, a good thing you have a professional here who can help save. What a bunch of losers those guys are who can't handle those reads. It's funny you mention it. Oh, no, let's go to the next thing. You should pay me $25 because I have Finneran attempting. For February, Taco Mac is featuring Lagunitas. Lagunin, Lagunitis. Lagunitis. I couldn't say it either. And then there's one. No, let's. I, I mean, the, I'm a professional, a broadcaster. These folks are just, you know, they're trying to read. You butchered it worse than any of them. Oh. Taco Mac creates an exclusive partnership with a great brewery around the country that brings great beers to you for the month of February. Luganitas <laughs> is what uh, Taco Mac is featuring. Try that again. Luganitas. <laughs> nope. Welcome back. It's uh, chapter 19 of the Audio Fun Bag podcast brought to you by Norman's Electronics. Any. USA.com 770-451-5057 and hard ice vodka freezies. Can we take a moment to just say that Bravo, Bravo by Norman's Electronics. Yes. Putting USA in your website. Like shouldn't it should be 680 the fan USA.com. Like how can you drape yourself in the flag more? Like 680 the fan USA at Jesus Christ. Com. We talked about this before, that if you want to establish the fact that you <laughs> are for the community, America, you got to do it the right way. Like, like I, I think my you know next website, whatever the next thing I build, it'll be like frontofficefootballmerica.com, and everyone will be like, that shit's awesome, man. Yes, like, exactly. Like, like, I'm for America, too, man. Like, Google would have really taken off if they would have taken our idea. Yeah. But it would have worked out better. Yeah. Sucks instead. for them. I wonder if we could do that with like Ben Ingram. Like, would he get the Braves job sooner if he was like Ben America Ingram? Ben, ben Patriot Ingram? Benjamin Freedom Franklin? Ingram? In- oh, I took out Ingram completely. It's a dumb name <laughs> Benjamin anyway. Benjamin Freedom Franklin? <laughs> ben, he says your name sucks ass. <laughs> All right, let's get to the audio fun bag. 
Through the years, Chuck and Chernoff have had so many memorable ideas that listeners fell in love with instantly, like SEC2. Oh, that sucked. I hear voices. Oh, that really sucked. The Beach Club. That may have sucked worst of all. But no idea has been more beloved by the fan listeners and hated more by the fan management. Now, Chuck and Chernoff are very proud to announce the triumphant return of the Audio Fun Bag. One more time. I think I'm happy. Hey, listen, folks, all it took was a pandemic. No and big it's deal. In carpet. <laughs> no big deal at all. We are so happy it's back. How long it stays, nobody really knows, but it's here now. Well, we'll have to have another national emergency for it to come back. Let's not hope that is the case. Yeah, they're developing a test uh, for fun bag, um, you know, awareness. <laughs> Make sure that if you've caught fun bag, you can get rid of it. And we are all six feet apart from each other right at now. At least. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> social distancing, I've now learned that. Let's start this audio fun bag, the return with a piece of audio that opened up the Buck and Kincaid show today. For anyone who was by the channel right about noon, we had connection issues. And we have now gotten to the point, and when I say we, it's Brian Hoyt, He's now started adding weight music, like elevator like music. We're on hold. We're, like you're on hold for the show. So you're going to hear them disappear. This would have been Buck, Hudson, and Tug. Elevator music, followed by Hoyt and I trying to keep the show alive. And by the time we came back, the guys didn't realize that they were still on the air. Joe Ham's great. Joe Ham's a great day. Yeah, you can't tell him on his birthday. You but every other day, every the other tech day. guy parks in the front. You got to tell him, right? Well, Bob? this Ham, you better be careful. Well, here we are again, though. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So we're going to have Chris Mortensen on at 1 o'clock, and it might end up turning into Lowson Hoyt. We'll see how that plays out as the uh, the boys are going to be back in just a moment. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, hey, they're back. Hey, you guys have me? <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, Hello. Hey. hey, now. Hey, What's how's going it going? On? Glad you're back. <laughs> Should we get back? How long have we been on? Well, you're back, and you've been off for uh, probably about 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, right. I so think Road Dog we... just let us keep, keep going here. Oh, God. Uh, okay. So, um, oh, God. so we're all back. We're all good. All right. <laughs> well, uh, Buck, you... You, uh, you okay, had, you had so to... hey, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> Blue, Tom Coward, Hudson, Mason. Dude, this wasn't this wasn't near a spot break. It was like twelve oh four. See, but you have to understand the buck delay is real. Like, okay, everybody else starts, and seven seconds later, that's when it goes to buck. I don't, I don't know why it works that way. It just does. I'm having flashbacks to Saturday mornings <laughs> as, as Hoyt and I are like yelling down line. You're on the air, well, uh, uh, Buck. You. <laughs> That's so good. Awkward, awkward radio to open oh, things up. Oy. So we also now have an archive that's, right. I think, about 10 or 11 months worth of audio. This is exciting. This was a piece of audio from oh, eight or nine months ago that Hoyt just described as, I think Buck is getting ready to die on the air. Uh, unfortunately, this is when you're on remote and you don't have a cough button. <laughs> so you just start trying to clear the throat, trying to make things happen. This was what it sounded like when Buck was doing that. Hey, everybody. Buck Blue here, man. If you're looking for a car, I need to send you on out to see the folks at Infinity, <clears throat> Infinity of Gwinnett Satellite Boulevard in Duluth because they're Atlanta's <clears throat> premier Infinity oh. dealership. <clears throat> Why? Well, uh, because of the world-class selection. The in- <clears throat> inventory, oh. man. <clears throat> no. Both the new and the certified pre-owned Infinities. I, I'm proud of him for... We've yep. all been there, persevering and pushing through. Once it starts, it's over. You got to stop for about five seconds, 
bite the bullet, get it all gone. It's going to be one pause, but then you're back <laughs> into the spot. See, but that's where I would blame Hoyt more for not helping Buck right there, jumping in. Hey, Buck, yeah, I got you right here. Take a little deep breath. A little, you know, Buck, sit. I've seen you in your infinity. You look great. Hoyt, so, that's more your fault than Buck's. Cut Hoyt, a cough button over there, homeboy. Hoyt just keeps looking at me going, I think we're going to lose Buck. <laughs> All right, let's move over to some update not fun. not doing anything, just observing. <laughs> let's move over to some update fun. So whenever uh, whenever I'm out, Dan Matthews jumps in. We always he sucks. Ap- we always appreciate when Dan shows up and does some work that's, for us. That's not who I was talking about <laughs> no, I said that. So this is an update where Dan, and when, when it starts going off the rails, it's off the rails. I, I do it good once or twice a week. This was Dan's, and it turned out to be really funny. This is the Fans Sports Center. From the Breda Pest Sports Desk, visit BredaPest.com. Got two new state champs. Good afternoon. I'm Dan Matthews. Up to the minute traffic is next. GHSA State Football going on over at Georgia State Stadium. Dublin taking Class 2A over Brooks County 42-32. Earlier, it was Eagles Landing Christian taking out what what was land 33 to 13 in a class 1a private yeah i know right yeah. uh, got away from me there <laughs> is that wesleyan was it was, that? Whoa, 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 wesleyan what what wesleyan <laughs> the rap star whoa 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 wesleyan i'll be honest speaking is not easy sometimes and i'm yeah i know we're, right yeah we're all proof of that dan i just like that he just gave up he's like you know what yeah it happened but he just a word. It. what what it's a word he's seen his entire life. I know, but once you get tripped up, man, it's over. It's it's something you do. What Dan handled it correctly. You just fall on that sword and hope it just goes right through you. Now, your friends at the Georgia Aquarium have had uh, a lot of different promotions that they've been doing, and one of them mm-hmm. was their Winter Wonderland or their Winter Waterland. It I was love these two Georgia different Aquarium. deals. Yeah. Well, somewhere in between, we had an issue where Mooney Cat, who was, dead at? who was in, taking care of that read, He turned it into his own little promotion. If you're just leaving the office, here's the latest on your ride home. The fans up to the minute traffic. Driven by RBM of Atlanta in Sandy Springs. I'm Floyd Hillman, 6A The Fan, up to the minute traffic. And up to the minute traffic is brought to you by the Georgia Aquarium. See Georgia Aquarium transformed into a winter wanderland. Waterland. That's easy to say. Experience tree lighting what, what ceremonies. I don't even know what I just said. Appearances by Santa, Scuba Claws, holiday-themed events, and more. For details, visit GeorgiaAquarium.org. More Mooney Cat is good. And there's no help for him, because immediately Hoyt just starts rubbing his hands together like, ooh, let me get the cat screech out. Here's the funny thing. Into a winter wonderland. <laughs> you, you do it. Every day there's at least one update, and you're like, okay, I just want to, but I'm just going to keep powering through. Fight through. Yeah, I know, right? If Mooney has something go like 2% wrong, the rest of his day is ruined. Like, you don't talk to him. You don't engage him in the halls. That is an intense man. Oh, he yes. turns angry very quickly. Absolutely. Yeah, which I, I respect. Yes, I don't a, even know what I just said. <laughs> he is a total pro from that standpoint. All right. One of our favorites, Sandra Golden. Oh, no. Sandra had a really funny piece of audio. This is just a misspeak. It's, it happens at times. Jordan Arnie Brevard. Georgia has a new coach who's special teams coach. This is how things came out during this misbeat. We are never tired of college football. So let's do another lap on the latest news. It's time for two-a-days. I meant to bring this up yesterday because we learned what Scott Cochran, the new uh, special teams coordinator Who? Coach at Georgia. Is that? It only needs it one time. <laughs> I Wait a minute. Now, is this like when you had Buck cussing about the bullpen? And you, you, no. you just made it sound like something? No. So Scott Cochran became Scott Cochran. Co- Cochran. 
Scott oh, Cochran is his oh, name. No. Wait, let me hear it again. No. No, no. It's just Scott a one-time Cochran deal. Scott is the man's name. Hey. I just want to make sure I heard and it And that's correctly. how she said it. You heard it or you didn't hear it. Right. And that's it. That's how that goes. Now, the same thing happened to Mark Zeno. Scott Cochran. Wait. He just said. <laughs> just said. Stop. Dump that. <laughs> dump you. Can you dump it? You didn't dump it. He, he no. did that thing where he goes with his left hand to touch the I dump button. I saw you not. <laughs> so Mark Zeno did something very similar where a word that he never meant to say, he meant to say something else, and you'll get it beeped, and you'll hear what he meant to say immediately after. Judicious in how and when they do things. The quote from Peyton, let's start with the very first premise for the fans. It's still just like all the other challenges that we have in place. Remember, you only have two to start with, so I think you're going to have to see... I don't think you're going to see more challenge flags. You're probably going to be a little bit more judicious. Mm, yeah. yeah. And that's why he said it so incredibly quickly but to clean what, it up. What do I tell you guys anytime that happens? Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Again. No, just Ass- keep going. Assume that people are busy and didn't hear you say what you just said. If you say it the second time, you're admitting what you did. you got to be and more careful, Matt says though. Play clock guy. Play clock guy. See? Yeah. Keep just keep going. Keep going. Work through it. Flags. Speaking of somebody who <laughs> is just keeping it going, that is Georgia basketball coach Tom Crean. He joined Bulldog Roundtable uh, early part of the season, and you're going to hear something happen in the background that immediately gave away where he was at the time. Coach, let me ask you a question about Donnell, though. How critical to what you're trying to accomplish was it uh, in the short term? I, I know you've got a, a, a long-term vision. But how critical was it in in the short term for you to get somebody with experience? Very, very critical. Because the only two we have back as seniors are Tyree. Do you guys hear Adam Gillespie, the engineer, in the back? Wait, off, off mic laughing? Yeah, because he's the one you can always count on to keep things professional. Go back. Two things. Chuck is the ultimate professional doubtful. He doesn't stop in the midst of the toilet flushing. Gillespie, listen for the laughing in the background here after the toilet stops flushing. Coach, let me ask you a question about Donnell, though. How critical to what you're trying to accomplish was it uh, in the short term? I, I know you've got a, a, a long-term vision, but how critical was it in in the short term for you to get somebody with experience? Very, very There it is. <laughs> Oh, love that road dog. God bless Chuck Dowdle. But you get the echo from Crean, too, in the background. Chuck, get right on going. That's awesome. Now, the the explanation was he just walked past one of those sensors. Sure. Yeah. That happens. That's as loud as it gets. Uh, Let's move over to John Kincaid, who very rarely actually gives us good ammunition. And also, remember, Kincaid's never wrong, either. I've heard that. A time or ten. If you call it ammunition, that actually presents it to our coworkers (laughs) as a different sort of thing. So, John Kincaid mispronounces a name. What? And then clearly didn't realize that he mispronounced the name. It is a gorgeous Monday hanging out with the Buck and Kincaid show on the fan. Buck enjoying the celebrity golf tour. Los and Hoyt keeping me company today. So Ford leadoff show comes your way late as the Braves take on the San Francisco Giants. Uh-huh. Good one. I, the I, San Francisco Giants. It kind of sounded differently. <laughs> what? Like, like, like you called them the San Francisco Ginas. What? <laughs> yeah. San Francisco Giants. <laughs> He didn't believe us. Did damn you, T. Did you play it for him so he finally understood what he said? He's San Francisco Ginas. <laughs> it was in the break. He goes, oh, my God, I did say it. He had no idea. 
And then he thought we were lying to him the entire time for the remainder of the segment. What? You wonder what was on John's mind. Now you know. That's what's up. Let's mm. move over to one Steak Shapiro. Who did it. This was really funny from Steak because we've all been there where we start looking at our show sheet and every now and then we're like, okay, where's that tease? What did I write down? What do I got? Come back next with more on 790 The Zone. Right. That, that would have been good if, been, you, yeah. if you were at 790 The Zone at the time. That would have been great. 2006, that's a great tease. Mm-hmm. In this case, you're going to hear Steak. Start looking for the T's, realize he doesn't have it, and just say, whatever. Our organization doing everything right, which may sound silly because you're a 28-win team, so we can get that conversation going again. Yeah, and I, th- I think I got a team that may debunk your whole your whole deal about trying to get big-time free agents and why the Hawks haven't done it. All right. All right, I'm just telling I'm, you. I want to be debunked, if you will. <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, we'll talk about... Um, I don't know. It's the fans succeeding in 1987. <laughs> That's pulling the ripcord. But you know what? That's Why? not as bad as it no. ne- Not nearly as bad as it could have been. I've always said the audience doesn't know what's coming up nope. next. You could say we're going to talk to Goofy. Like, it doesn't matter what's coming up next, but if you just want to pull a shoot, get out. I don't know. <laughs> I'm that's, like, that's a great adjustment, actually. Uh, I, I, it ain't here. I'm not going to find it. Go to break. How Whatever. Many, how many times have I read the wrong tees for the wrong time? And again, I'll just power through. The only idiots that know are you guys, and I don't care what you think. Yeah, we immediately start making fun of you. And yep. Coming up in five years, I've never <laughs> asked an athlete about his mustache. Except the long tease. There's so much bad about that. The fact that I'm teasing a guy's mustache for five years. Just... Only four more now. <laughs> oh, man. Can't wait to find out about Darren O'Day's uh, mustache in 2024. He will have been retired for three seasons. Let me point out that... Chuck Dowdle is one of the nicest guys in this business. Oh, you're about to crush him then. No, I'm not going to crush him, but I will say that I think we almost lost Chuck Dowdle because you're going to hear in this piece of audio, I think Chuck Dowdle's soul left his body for a moment and then in peace. he got it right back because it sounds like he's, he's dying and then he sucks his soul right back in. Listen for Chuck Dowdle's soul. Where do we stand at Georgia with some of that as far as uh, getting started uh, immediately with Herschel Walker? Uh, what's holding us back on that? You know, I, I would. Uh, I can only tell you what uh, you know. The, the the biggest award handed out to any former student athlete at the University of Georgia is the Circle of Honor. And uh, if you'll notice, Herschel is not a member of that because to be a member of that, you had to have graduated from the university. What the hell was that? Uh, <laughs> okay, you added that. That's not real. Was that the Chuck Demon making his way out of the Dowdle body? Uh, what was that? <laughs> I think he was like when we have a Chuck Dolphin where Chuck will make a little noise. I think he was ready to say something. He stopped, and that's what came out. Uh, <laughs> Come back here, Oh, my God. Okay. I'm glad he's okay. My goodness. He got the soul back in there. (laughs) All right. Let's move over to Matt Chernoff. No, let's not. We're done. Who, during uh, our days when we head over to the Sports X, decides that all level of professional decorum goes out the window. It's a lot more loosey-goosey time. Yeah. You decided to... Well, I'll just say you bomb the entire studio multiple times. TV that's out, like his outdoor TV. That's nice. So I can be smoking a heater outside watching one game and still see the other game. No, I looked at one of these Sunbright TVs and doing some surround sound and doing something out there, but it still doesn't solve the multi-TV option. What kind of TV? Who was that? (laughs) Who was that? Who was what? That was loud. (laughs) That was audible. That was audible. (laughs) Turn off. What? I'm sorry. What are you talking about? I'm sorry you're trapped in there with him. <laughs> what are we talking about? We're talking about Chuck going in the control room. Oh. <laughs> so, all right, here's the other big news. You wanted to know what it was. Did he just do it again? He just did it again. And by he, it's Matt. 
A lot of protein. You just that's twice, and we could all hear it. It's because your legs are up on the counter and your butt is closer to the mic. Matt, go to break. <laughs> Send us to break. Okay. Oh, farts are funny. No, they're not. They're rude. They're rude. He really thought. <laughs> Who was that? And he is leaning back <laughs> with his feet on the table, pointed towards the microphone. But wouldn't the audience rather us be comfortable with them at this point? That like, Cape Canaveral, launching rockets. What do we always hear? Oh, the couple that farts in front of each other, comfortable. Oh, we're the couple, you're the audience, I fart in front of you, sorry. All right, two cuts, and then we're, uh, we're finished up with this return of an audio fun bag. <laughs> Rude! <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I haven't determined what this is exactly. <sighs> now, is this a cough? Is this a burp? <laughs> or is this Steak Shapiro's soul attempting to leave his body? <laughs> It's a Tuesday morning, and I'm steak, and this is the front row. <clears throat> Thank you. Good morning. Thank you. You're Good welcome. Morning. Thank you. You're welcome. Sandra's here. Sandra's sick. Walking pneumonia. Good night. He's had a rough stretch, health-wise, to say the least. A lot of people getting sick these days, so I don't know when she'll be back, but Big Dan's in the house. Good morning. Ooh, how we doing? Yeah, turn it on the microphone. That's tough. To good do morning to you. Congratulations on good the morning. It feels good. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, but also too. I mean, you know, it's one of those things. Me and Finn talk all the time. How about Dan not paying any attention to the thing coming out of steak? He just fought through it. Was Dan looking at him or just not even caring? Well, <laughs> listen. All right, your last piece of audio. I saved the best for last. Wow. This yeah. is uh, this is Buck Baloo, <laughs> and I was working with Buck uh, one day, probably about seven or eight months ago. And there was a story of a, a boxer that we all know who had passed away, <laughs> and Buck decided to take it a certain direction. And we're going to lead with some very sad news: Pernell Sweet P. Whitaker, world title Hall of Fame boxer, hit by a car in Virginia Beach last night. Passes away at 55 years young. That was one of those guys that 20 years ago in boxing, every big event involved him. He was that good of a defensive fighter. He was a professional boxer from 1984 to 2001. And I don't believe anybody's hit him flush yet. No. Well, besides the car. No. Baker Mayfield in the news. <laughs> no. Baker Mayfield in the news. No need to segue to anything else. I do. Baker Mayfield in the news. <laughs> I do appreciate that everybody laid out wonderfully while Buck's poor time joke was there. My to, goodness. It's a fun bag. Oh, my goodness. I miss the bag so much. All right, that's going to do it for us. That was the, uh, the return of the fun bag that when we lost it for about 18 months, and then we got it back because of... Of illness. Um, Thanks, Sandra. Close us out. Do your thing. What? Close the show. All right. Now you know. I think that's trademarked. <laughs> the rest of the story. Nah, he's dead. I don't owe him anything. Wait, do you still have to pay royalties if they're dead? <laughs> <laughs>